transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. Welcome to Transformational Pediatrics. I'm Dr. Michael Smith, and our topic is understanding the role of genetic variations in Hispanic pediatric cancer patients. My guest is Dr. Terry Flatt. Dr. Flatt is a pediatric hematologist and oncologist and is director of the Hematology Oncology Bridge of Hope Clinic at Children's Mercy, Kansas City. Dr. Flatt, welcome to the show. Thank you. So let's just start off, you know, how, you know describe for us you know, the difference in pediatric cancer outcomes between uh, Hispanic and Caucasian patients. Sure. Um, I think the first place, you know, that we would want to start is, is with acute lymphoblastic leukemia, which is the most common childhood cancer uh, for all populations. And, you know, we, among, among Caucasians, we've actually reached a, a very, very nice survival rate up approaching approximately 90% survival rates with standard risk standard risk acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Hispanics, on the other hand, are reaching somewhere between 78 and, on the high end, 85% survival rates. So that's one disease in particular because it is so common. It is the most common childhood cancer. And also, if you factor in that Hispanics have a 15% higher incidence of acute lymphoblastic leukemia, um, this difference in survival rate has to be addressed. And so that, that's one of the major differences is the event-free survival, meaning the fact that they relapse more frequently and they die from this disease more frequently compared to Caucasians. The other, the other aspect that I would mention is that if you look at, if you look at some solid tumors among Hispanic patients, they will often present with more advanced disease, meaning larger tumors. For example, Ewing sarcoma, which is one of the most common uh, bone and soft tissue uh, cancers. They often present with much larger tumors, uh, often with metastatic disease. And hence, because of that, they will have a poorer outcome. Let me, you know, before we get into some of the, the theories of why, why we see this difference, what why is this issue so important to you personally, Dr. Flatt? Yeah, so, um, so I was actually an anthropologist before I went to medical school. And I, I taught at university and worked in various parts of Latin America, but, but specifically spent the vast majority of my time in Mexico with indigenous peoples and, uh, well, just really just, just living. I mean, that's what anthropology is about. It's about living and learning how other people view the world. And, you know, I was very young doing that, when I was doing that, and I think, you know, for me, such a life-changing experience. I, I was with some of the most wonderful, generous, compassionate people that I've ever been with, and, and I would venture to say that those folks really changed my life, and they, they changed my perspective of the world. Um, and when I when I finally made this decision to go into the medical field and, and in particular pediatric oncology, I I knew that that's the population that I would dedicate the rest of my life to. And so for me, this is really about trying to give back something that was so generously given to me when I was much much younger and had a lot to learn. Nice, so nice. Um, what, 
that that's that's really it. I mean, it 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 has to do with a with a real passion for that for that that population. It's a nice story, Doctor Flat. Yeah, nice story. So let's go back then to so we have this difference um, between Hispanic and Caucasian patients when it comes to cancers and and specifically the pediatric cancer. So what 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 are the the different theories and and what's the leading theory on why the outcomes are so different? Well, I think what we're starting to understand about acute lymphoblastic leukemia is that as as we unravel more and more of the mysteries of the cytogenetics of these of these leukemia cells, what we are slowly and I say slowly because it's taken us quite a lot of time to come to this. I think what we're discovering is that Hispanics have a higher incidence of what we would call more poor prognostic features. And some of these features are genetic that we're just on the tip of the iceberg in terms of learning about. Uh, Just as a very small example, there's one that's called uh, cytokine receptor-like factor 2, and that has to do essentially with with turning on and off stem cells and the progression to cancer. What we know is, is that Hispanics have a, have a higher incidence of this particular mutation. And again, this is very, very cutting edge. This, this is new material. And, and it's important because that particular mutation, there is a potential that it could have targeted drug action. And that's what makes that so incredibly important as we go forward. So I think much of it is cytogenetic. Um, and I think some of that may well be determined by a person's ethnicity. Um, you know, if you look at if you look at a Mexican, I mean, yes, part of their inheritance is going to be from from Spanish, right, from the Spanish colonial right. era, and and much of it, much of it is going to be from the indigenous piece, right, be it. Descendants of the Aztecs, descendants of the Mayas, descendants of the Zapotec. I mean, there's 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 many many tribes of indigenous people in Mexico, and so I think maybe these differences are driven by that, and by the same token, how they metabolize drugs. I mean, we have personalized medicine. We know individuals can 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 metabolize chemotherapy and drugs differently. So I suspect that that would be the case based on ethnicity. So what's been done recently to, to maybe better understand the issue, um, what some of the research that's going on right now to, to address the difference in outcome? Well, I'll tell you, I think to, to, to a very large degree in terms of looking at this from, from a racial point of view, from an ethnicity point of view, there, we, there has not been a tremendous amount that has been done to date. You know, a lot of this is going back retrospectively and then looking looking at different cytogenetic markers. Um, I think more than anything, the fact that we are, we are, we are, we, every day we take this to the edge in terms of, uh, in terms of trying to understand the cytogenetics, cytogenetics and, then, and then piece that back to, for example, in this particular case that I'm interested in, ethnicity and racial, racial groups. Um, so I think, I think we're on the verge of making some, some, some big finds in this, but it, it's it's very new in terms of looking at this based on ethnicity and race. So, what about some of what about some of the research you're doing specifically at Children's Mercy? Yeah, so we're what what I'm really trying to do, and I, I mean Children's Mercy, thank goodness, supports this, and 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 our division supports it. So I'm I'm really trying to reach out to other centers across Mexico, 
and obtain samples right from 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 Mexico where where you truly will get the real mix of the person who may be 20% Spaniard meaning what I mean by that is their Spanish ancestry and they may be 80% for example what we would say here in the United States Aztec right we're all familiar okay. with the Aztecs and what does that mean to their outcome and so one of the first steps in this research is really we're at this place now in, in science where we can we can look at a person's ethnic racial make, makeup, and they, they would be able to tell me the percentages, how much African, how much Asian, how much Native American, what I mean by that is Mesoamerican, meaning pre-Columbian blood, and European. Um, and then I'm correlating that to cytogenetics, and of course through that, by, by having that piece of ethnic information, racial information, we're actually able to look at polymorphisms that are specific to populations. And so that's, that's what we're doing right now, specifically. Dr. Flatt, I want to thank you for the, the work that you're doing at Children's Mercy, and I want to thank you for coming on the show. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org that's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Michael Smith. Have a great day.